2: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled
3: com slash compatibility
4: Every week, you get a weekly activity summary that details how you used your iPhone or ipad you tap in and you get to view your full activity report it's really detailed you get deep insight on how much time you're spending where you're spending it and even how your use breaks down during the day uh, or the night
5: i'm scared to know honestly <laughs> to look at the end of the day and see how much time i spent on my phone what i'd like it to i don't know if it can break it down like this but i'd like it to break it down on Stuff that you could justify spending your time looking at. <laughs> and, and stupid stuff. And stuff that's just yeah. a complete
0: waste of effing time. I want Tim Cook to stand next to me saying, what are you doing, in effect? What are you doing right now? Not sure they're going to do that, but it's uh, in that direction. Jeffrey Fowler, who's a Washington Post technology columnist, uh, joins us. Don't worry, Jeff is based out of San Francisco. He's not part of the Eastern media elite. <laughs> Mr. Fowler, how are you, sir?
3: I am well. Thanks for having me on.
0: Oh, it's our pleasure. Thanks. So uh, maybe we'll start with the whole uh, uh, smartphone addiction thing at the uh, Developers Conference. Apple is talking
3: about offering help.
0: What should we know?
3: Well, first of all, they did not use the phrase smartphone addiction. Um, Apple uh, sort of is finally stepping into this uh, debate, which I think is an important one to have. But they didn't exactly claim that they were causing a problem. Um, and, and that I that's suppose specific, they, they
6: probably had
5: lawyers that told them that, right? It's <laughs> like the tobacco people are not going to start talking about the addiction of uh, cigarettes until they were forced to.
3: It's true, but it turns these whole affairs into sort of strange shows with euphemisms. You know, it's yeah. like, what are we really talking about here, folks? And what we're talking about is um, the, the, the reason that you're, you know, it's 2 a.m. and you're still looking at your glowing phone screen, tapping hearts on Instagram, or, um, you know, when you when you give an iPad to a six-year-old and they take it away from him, and it looks like you're trying to murder him by doing it. We're talking about this sort of unhealthy relationship with our gadgets. And Apple is finally responding to it. And earlier in May, we saw um, uh, Google finally responding to it uh, with Android. And then earlier in the year, even Samsung was, was responding to it. So this is a big, big theme for, for 2018 in, in technology.
0: And uh, the long and short of it, is it just monitoring tools to let you know what you're
3: doing? It's a couple of things. In Apple's case, um, yes, it starts with monitoring tools. There's a new area in iOS called Screen Time that will let you know um, how long you spend on particular apps and also kind of categories of apps. So, yes, it can tell you, wave a finger and say, stop spending time on entertainment or gaming apps so much. Um, And then within that, you can also then go in and set time limits. For yourself. So, like, maybe you say, I really don't want to spend any more than seven hours a day on Instagram, and after those seven hours pass, it'll pop up a message <laughs> on the screen that says, hey, he's back, buddy. Yeah,
5: yeah. Maybe, maybe that will work. I don't know. I usually sat down not planning to have more than two beers, but that didn't always work out either.
0: <laughs> I almost let seven hours on Instagram get by me. Well well played. Uh, you know, I find myself wondering, you know, Jeffrey, I have a feeling that you're the sort of a fellow as a young man who heard uh, this is the sort of thing like uh, you have a lot of potential, you you're a bright future, young man, blah, blah, blah. What about the simpletons of the world who really they wouldn't do anything productive with their time anyway? <laughs> should should there be some sort of sliding scale? I wonder.
3: Well, you know, actually, you raise a really good point, which is like you, you actually have to sort of know about these settings to go in and use them. Right. So like they're not going to really save save all of us. Um, you have to kind of know to turn this stuff on and how to use it and uh, so that that means being educated
5: that's a decent point because i'd like to think that if i weren't wasting my time shopping on ebay for stuff i don't need to buy maybe i could do something more important but if you're going to spend your whole day thinking about is lebron better than michael jordan anyway what right. the hell does it make?
0: or sign off instagram and sign on to porn i mean what's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I what's it. the point of that so uh okay well that's interesting and and i appreciate the tool it's a little like uh, calorie counts at the restaurant i think it's it's handy knowledge uh what else is new in the uh, ios 12
3: so yeah so yesterday was wwdc that's uh the the day once a year when apple kind of shows off all the stuff that's coming to iphones and ipads and you name it later in the year so this is all stuff that you won't get until september most likely um a couple other things in there if you've got an iphone 10 you know they have that animoji thing that's where the uh the faces kind of come alive like you're animating a cartoon. Um, now you can customize those so they look like you. And Apple in their brilliance called that Nemojis. Um, and they, uh, they showed off one uh, yesterday of Tim Cook, the CEO, that I actually thought kind of looked more like me than it looked like Tim Cook. So, <laughs> it does look like you'll you. You'll be able to make your own.
5: All right. Is there anything grown-ups would do?
3: <laughs> Listen to you. Uh, with, with the on, new software? On, on, on the With the new software. Well, let's see. Um if you here's I guess this isn't exactly for grown-ups but now when you do um, augmented reality games that's where you use the phone's camera and it kind of overlays the world uh, overlays something digital on top of the world you can actually now share that with somebody else so you can do a multiplayer game and that experience um, so that's one how impressive
5: thing. was that to you
3: okay I mean I got to say like augmented reality is still high on future potential and low on present use. It's still like a great (laughs) demo.
0: Yeah, that's like us. Yeah, we're the next big thing for the last 20 years. So um, although I heard that uh, part of the reason the conference is held is to fire up developers and that they were there from 77 countries and Apple was trying to say, all right, here's a little something we came up with. Now go crazy and, and come up with some super fun games.
3: That is true. That is the point of WWDC. It's more for those developers than it is. Um, for you and me, that said, they also said that last year um, about augmented reality. So um, it, it's you know it's a little bit it's a slow burn, a little bit like virtual reality as well.
0: Yeah, interesting. Jeffrey Fowler, Washington Post tech columnist, based out of San Francisco.
5: Hey, can I ask you a question about you? We were looking at your little biography here last time we had you on, and I, I felt bad that I never asked you about this. So you've got a BA from Harvard in anthropology, and then a master's in social anthropology from Cambridge. Very impressive. What what is social anthropology?
3: Uh, it's the same thing as anthropology. So it's the study of uh, of humans, why they do what they do. A lot of journalists actually study that um, in, in sort of liberal arts colleges because um, it helps us understand cultural differences and the ways. The reason why the world's set up the way it is in terms of social structures, for example.
0: We're doomed, is my conclusion, Jeffrey. Uh, any thoughts?
3: Um, Look, I am a believer in humanity, so I don't know that we're totally doomed. Um, but I think the world would be a much better place if actually people acted a little bit more like anthropologists and took a minute and just shut up and listened to people talk and tried to understand why they're doing what they're doing. That cool. is, I'm sorry, uh, we're out of nut- time. <laughs> 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 well,
5: why, why do people do what they do? Isn't it mostly to uh, to get laid so you can procreate or to uh, you know make money so you can provide food for your offspring? Isn't that drive almost everything?
3: Uh, that is one theory on humanity that we're sort of based on that dumb people like me have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that we come from apes, but you know, I think there's just as strong an argument to be made that actually we're we're, we're programmed by our upbringing by uh by our parents of our society by our culture and that shapes our priorities and how we, we see the world as well so it's a classic nature versus nurture kind of argument and that's that's also at the core of what anthropologists talk about
5: I but i could talk to you about this all day long i'd be interested to hear your thoughts
3: yeah
0: indeed uh but we appreciate the report on uh on tech and in the chat as well jeffrey fowler of the washington post jeff it's always great to talk thanks for uh, lending us a couple of minutes you bet right. see ya uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I have a feeling we could argue about stuff on that, um, on that, uh, topic as well. It's because I think, you know, the well, last couple decades of academia on those topics has gone way, way, way too far.
5: Well, didn't you guess from his tone that he thought my, uh, my theory was dumb?
0: Yes. Oh yeah, clearly. <laughs> that is my well, theory. The smart people listening were absolutely aware of that, but, uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I, uh, academia, modern academia, I think has gone way too far in the, uh, Well, you know, the whole uh, social justice warrior, cultural norms, patriarchy thing and how I just uh, they ignore the realities of human uh, nature and how it's uh, there's very little variety. You got groups A, B and C. Group A is big and mean. Group B wishes they could be. Group C is downtrodden. The things get flipped. Group C acts exactly like Group A did in almost every example through history. And so I, I just don't believe in, in, in branding peoples as bad, just in crafting incentives and disincentives so they act better. But anyway.
5: Back to the Apple thing. Do you think if, uh, if people have the ability... To look at the end of the day, how much time they spent on various things on their phone. One, will they do it, and two, will that have any effect?
0: I think some will. I yeah, I think there will be a uh, what do you income inequality. I think there will be a an attention inequality thing where those who would anesthetize themselves with their technology will do so more and more and more, and there will be people who will think, "Wow, this is not healthy for me." Um, like anything, like TV. The the guy who says sat slack jaw. Slack-jawed watching TV for seven hours a day in the 80s. You know, there's no help in them with a smartphone in their hands. I think um,
6: parents will use this. They'll grab their teens'
5: phones and see what they've been doing. You know, that's not bad. Or, or their tweens, even. That's not bad. Well, they, and, and and to sit down and talk to them and say, look, you spent six hours today you won't even need to do that
4: in these when you have these family plans or you can like link your the parent's phone to the child's phone you can look on your phone to see what they are doing on their phone i
5: mean you know that could be a eye-opener you say you spent six hours on your phone yesterday is that is that what you want to do with your summer
4: and which reminds me of
0: the hilarious incident in which I discovered my son and I didn't have private settings on our web searches, and so I could see all of his tabs open. As a young his college call. boy. That's right. He was like a sophomore in college, wasn't he? And we oh, called him.
4: We mm. called him and woke him up, and About I said economic theory, policy discussions, uh,
0: mo- almost entirely. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and we woke him up, and I told him,
4: and he said, "What? You know, I can <laughs> see all of your searches on my phone." And he was never more afraid than in oh, that moment. Geez. Well,
0: I wasn't thrilled either. <laughs>
4: Oh, it was hilarious. <laughs> oh, but uh to follow up on the with the new settings, you can actually set up allow time allowances for your oh, children's like phone. And if that. somebody needs to do that with me, but I would do it with my Yeah, and then if they're good you can all right, you get another thirty minutes of games or whatever. One minute left on Instagram. Got, one minute left.
5: I wonder if I could discipline myself on that and say, Okay, I'm gonna give myself one hour. Per day, that's too much. 30 minutes per day on, on looking at this stuff. Mm-hmm. And after that 30 minutes up, I again,
0: I might be able to discipline myself to do that. You know, it occurs to me what might happen, and oh, speaking of time, we're running late. What might happen is you would say, well, I've only got half an hour or an hour or whatever for this. I'm going to concentrate exclusively on it. I'm going to bang it out, and then I'm going to move on to other things. As opposed to, and there was a big study about this, we probably ought to talk about this, that the constant being distracted... From what you claim to be doing by your phone and your apps and the messages and the rest of it, you end up not digging into anything, and so everything's incredibly inefficient. You just flit from thing to thing and never get any momentum going. That sounds correct. Well, right, yeah. That sounds familiar? I wonder if setting those limits might have the unintended consequence of making you focus.
5: It sounds to me like the the scale. When I get on the scale, I'm more disciplined with my eating. Right. Right. Anyway, our text line is How four. often do you eat on your scale? <laughs> Standing I mean, on the scale eating. That's weird. Is that <laughs> what you mean? 415-295-KFTC is our text line.
0: 415-295-KFTC. i like to take a donut with me to the scale. Sometimes I pause while I'm weighing myself and have a snack. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm winded from moving that little thing over.
6: You know, usually when you're talking about the world of inflation, you guys, you probably notice is that a good thing or or not a good thing? Inflation. I'm sorry, the question again, Dave? Is is inflation in our world a good thing or not a good thing? It depends upon what the topic Generally. is. What are we talking about? Generally, inflation if you yeah. have an inflatable boat, yeah, that's good Yeah, if you heard the word, you, you, right? But uh, generally, when you hear the word inflation.
4: Not economic Something good come to mind? For yeah. me, yeah. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> that was a reporter reporting it some sort of like inflatable toy festival thing that was trying to do some sort of quirky clever now normally when, when you think of inflation oh, that's bad but that's i'm here a- at the inflatable world of fun things <laughs> and but nobody was playing along, and he just nobody. It's an improv troupe gone awry. Gotcha. So his coworkers oh, are just hanging him out to dry. Yeah, yeah they're like, "I'm not fun because they they are in the studio. They I don't throw understand out to this guy. They don't wow. understand that they're going to be brought into this guy's clever ruse of introduction. Uh, that's and uh, since it's not on the prompter, the TV people are useless. They don't know what to do. We have that video,
5: in the uh, the, uh, vi- the visual is good, I guess. So we've got that video at Armstrong a couple of things and then an update on the Trump Philadelphia Eagles story. Yeah. Um, they, they they got new bats for kids, Little League and softball, apparently. They felt like the uh, the bat technology had outstripped pitching technology, and now so everybody, if they could put the bat on the ball at
0: all, it, it flew out of the park. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and more importantly, outstripped not getting hit in the face technology.
5: Well, that's just, not what they claim drove this, yeah. but they, they say it was the imbalance for the sport. It kind of it took all the fun out of you
0: it. You watch college baseball. Boy, is it true. Ball flies. The guy's hitting 800-foot home <laughs> runs. It's ridiculous. Right. So they, yeah. it
5: just, you know, like maybe has happened with golf or tennis, um, the equipment just got too good. So they, mm-hmm. they, they got these new bats that aren't quite as, uh, they don't have quite the trampoline effect. Well, they're super expensive. And people are, uh, I just read this in the New York Times, parents are complaining all across the country that. Every garage had five bats over in the corner. I know when I grew up, we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now they're all—you have to have a certain stamp on them, and they don't have the right stamp, so you can't use them. And now those bats are like two hundred and fifty bucks and up, Oof. and uh, everybody's feeling the pinch. So, wow, just thought that was an interesting story because
0: of Trump's aluminum tariffs.
5: <laughs> can we have "In God We Trust" on the money? Well, apparently we can—at least uh, still as of today, according to the. Seventh. I think it
0: ought to be changed to "Oh, for God's sake." <laughs> In God We Trust on U.S. Currency,
2: according
5: according to the 7th U.S. uh, Court of Appeals in Chicago, um, uh, a Satanist that argued that the motto propagates a religious view that he opposes. And um, the reason I brought this up is I thought this was interesting. You, you, You don't hear this argument very often. I think it should apply more often and with a lot of things. The judge said the phrase is a historical reminder of the nation's heritage and that that's okay. Mm. I'm I'm happy to hear that. I think there should be more. Yeah, uh, eh, it's been this way for a long time. So,
0: hey Anton Levay, you'll be fine. Google it, kids. He, he's a weirdo. Uh, yeah, you, you'll be fine. Just relax.
5: Um, and the, here's your update on uh, Donald Trump and the Philadelphia Eagles. So. The Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl, and when you win a sports championship, for some reason, you, the whole team goes to the White House, and you pose for pictures with the president, and you usually bring a jersey with their name on the back of it, and they hold it up like, what? Oh, my God. And everybody it's smiles charming. and takes a picture. Yeah. Uh, but it's the nation congratulating the champions. In in recent eras, you've had more and more players saying, I'm not going to meet George Bush with the war in Iraq, or I'm not going to see Barack Obama with his... Socialist! And I'm not going to go see Donald Trump. So the Golden State Warriors wouldn't go. And now you had some Philadelphia Eagles that wouldn't go. And Trump disinvited the entire team last night. So now nobody's going. And he says they're going to do some sort of little honor the national anthem pageant this afternoon, which will be just fantastic. But somebody has caught Fox News reporting on the story, talking about the story and having pictures of Philadelphia Eagles players kneeling. But they're completely out of context. They're just they're just kneeling because for whatever tired <laughs> for whatever random reasons they were kneeling on the field. They're taking a knee, as we say in the sportsy world. They're not kneeling during the national anthem, which wow. is what starts this whole controversy.
4: So Fox and Fiends was showing pictures of them kneeling. Uh, Fox Somebody? News. I don't know if it's specifically Fox Fox and Friends. But oh, Yeah, okay. Fox News has been the screenshots. Brett would around. never
0: put up with that. For instance.
5: Um, well, you might not know what pictures get put up there while you're talking. This is uh, Shannon Bream, who we really like and is a nice person. But she's she's on the screen talking about the Eagles' situation, and they got a picture of a player kneeling. But really? he's not kneeling for the national anthem; he's just kneeling, which players do all the time if you've ever watched a football game.
0: Probably worth interjecting right now. Jonah Goldberg just tweeted; and he's an A and G fave. The attempt to make the Eagles event cancellation about the national anthem is just a complete act of deceitful propaganda, and conservatives should have zero to do with it. If that was the issue, why schedule the event in the first place? Also, none of them kneeled. Shameful.
5: There you go.
6: What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, one of those stories we should be talking about. What is Iran up to? we got disgraced movie mogul Harvey Weinstein's lawyer promising a tough fight and why you really need to keep your car key fobs in a metal coffee can. <laughs> Not doing that. <laughs> Don't make up
4: news, Marshall. <laughs> oh, it's just science, my friends. Science? Do I leave the coffee in, too, or no?
6: Oh, that's
4: funny. For everybody that's got a coffee
5: can hanging around, by the way, you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So somebody who claims to be in the know in the sports equipment world said baseball bats have been changed every couple of years, four years. Because modern bats don't wear out And the only way you can sell them Is if you have to change the standards Right, so they change the standards Forcing you to buy all new bats It's like when I got I got my wife a new computer for Mother's Day And it, you need all new cords Because the old cords don't fit into it Maybe it's in advance of some sort Maybe it's just making you buy new cords You know, that's
0: just the way it works Yeah so they made it, all the parents go out there and buy new bats for their kids. All right, I get it. Hey, uh, Tim the lawyer. Tim Sander for friend of the Armstrong and Getty Show with a great column on Trump pardoning himself. And Tim's conclusion will shock you. Okay, cool. Stay it's, with us.
6: I want to hear that. Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, we've got an update on the story you were talking about, Jack. Fox News. Fox News now apologizing for showing a picture of Philadelphia Eagles players kneeling in prayer and suggesting it was part of protest during the national anthem.
5: Which most people would believe, because I just kind of half-followed it. I
4: didn't know. Yep. As Sean told us earlier, no Eagles players nope. kneeled the entire season. During the season or the postseason, right. they had one player do it in the preseason, and he didn't make the team. That's amazing. So they were one of the teams, were they the only team that... that... I don't
5: think
0: the only one, but certainly one of the, the few.
5: Yeah. That's incredible. And Trump picked them.
0: Yep. To make his stand. And make it sound as if it has something to do with the national anthem. That is so uncool. A statement from Fox notes, No members of
6: the Eagles knelt in protest during the national anthem before games last year, and the president has canceled today's White House event honoring the Super Bowl champs. And in his statement, Trump said some Eagles disagree with his belief that players should always stand for the national
0: anthem. Well, that's possible, but... That, well, listen, I hate to even spend the time to state the obvious. So all of the players on all of the teams have to share all of your beliefs to have them at the White House. It's just ridiculous. I tell you what, uh, listen, and for the umpteenth time, I am in favor of a lot of Donald J's uh, programs and, and policies. Right. A lot of them. I like him. I hope he's successful. But that incredible fatigue you feel at the end of two terms... With a president, no matter who they are You just don't want to hear their voice anymore You're tired of their inflections You hate their smile and you despise their frown You've just had enough It's not going to take eight years no, we're, Of this administration we're
5: 500 days in, no. a year and a half Which is absolutely amazing Yeah, that was that was a bad choice yeah. To decide to make the Eagles the, the focal point of this Just not cool
6: Another story, this one not getting as much attention as I thought it would. Iran has announced it is ramping up its ability to enrich uranium. Iranian uh, Iranian media is reporting that the uh, country's nuclear agency is going to tell the U.N. nuclear watchdog of its plans today. The move, coming less than a month after President Trump pulled the U.S. out of the international agreement, meant to curb Iran's nuclear weapons program. What's the political move there?
5: I mean, because you, you, you don't need to announce you're doing that. North Korea didn't announce it. Iran
0: hadn't been announcing it in the past. No. You do it secretly. Well, right. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting maneuver. It's designed to pressure the U.S. and the Europeans. But I heard one analyst who I think was pretty smart saying this is going to make it tougher for the Euros to keep the deal together. Meanwhile, Benjamin Netanyahu is in Europe right now badgering the governments that the deal sucked to begin with and they ought to get out. So where this ends, nobody knows. Yeah. With mushroom clouds over uh, Tel Aviv, perhaps.
6: Wow, that was a bit
0: Whoa. over the top. I'm auditioning for cable news.
6: <laughs> Harvey Weinstein pleading not guilty to rape and criminal sex charges. His attorney, Ben Brafman, spoke outside the lower Manhattan courtroom. How about Can- disflowering a plant?
0: Because he did that once. <laughs> D- D- I never mind.
6: The lawyer continuing to deny the allegations.
3: In his view... He has been
6: falsely accused of rape, and I intend to uh, help him uh, win this case fair and square on the merits or the lack of merits.
5: This could be some case to yes. false. This should be something. You yeah. have movie stars up there telling their stories, a lawyer who's willing to say anything to defend yep. the client. Yeah, this
6: Tear down, down the dog.
0: accusers. Yeah. Yep.
6: All right, another news. You laughed at this. When you hear the full details, the laughing will stop why you should keep your car keys in a metal coffee can to keep tech thieves from copying code from your key fobs which allow thieves to steal your car or just gain access without owners realizing they've been violated thieves can steal code from outside your home or if you're staying in a motel or hotel room they can steal it from outside the room the Detroit Free Press reports top cybersecurity experts would never hang their car keys on a hook near the back door or leave them sitting on a kitchen counter. The best way to prevent theft is store the key fob in an old-fashioned metal coffee can. <laughs>
5: and that might be true, but nobody's going to do that.
6: Keeping, keeping your keys in a metal container, it's called a Faraday cage, you block the electromagnetic
4: field. Oh, and coffee s- can. It's where you keep your tinfoil hat as well. This is also a great way to keep Superman from being able to see through the walls and into your key fob. All
6: right, my friends. All right, you scoff. No, but it's important to, do to make a,
4: dis- a distinction between things that can happen and things that are likely to happen. Right. Yes, These exactly. are the things are are Marshall, I'm listening. They are happening <laughs> they all are over happening. America. Yes. People's cars rolling away in the hands of thieves. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee
6: canless thieves. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! All right. One last note: Washington Capitals now one win away from their first ever NHL title. They beat the Vegas Golden Knights six to two last night. That's the home. one
5: with the the ice, right?
6: Yes, that's the that's, one that's with the boy. ice. It's the greatest sport played. Yes. Capitals now take a three to one lead in these Stanley Cup Finals. Game five is going to be Thursday in Vegas. Now
4: they only have three quarters. How does that work?
0: They're not quarters, idiot. They're periods. It's non-specified how many there are. They ought to call them thirds. That's your news. (laughs) Thank you.
6: That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips in the Armstrong and Getty Show. The conscience of the nation. We're going to talk to uh, one of
5: the best political thinkers in America, Dan Balls, of the Washington Post, a little bit later in the show. About the wacky system they have in California for choosing candidates. The the,
0: jungle primary. Where the top two get in. Doesn't matter if you're all the same party or what. That's why you gotta, gotta, gotta vote today. You're like five voters today on a primary day. Go vote. And, you know, whichever way you swing. I make no secret, I swing to the right. You could have a great effect just by showing up today. So
5: do it. Our favorite constitutional lawyer, Tim the Lawyer, Weighed in on Trump
0: pardoning himself. And he is outraged at the notion or supportive of it. Stay with us. (laughs) Which one? I don't know.
5: (laughs) The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: If you're not registered to vote, register and vote. There you go. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience
0: of the nation.
2: Armstrong and Getty
3: Show. Kanye West in the news. In a new interview, Kanye West talks about being bipolar. Says he's bipolar, yeah. Kanye said sometimes he loves himself, but other times he really loves himself.
5: (laughs) I don't believe in mocking the mentally ill. So, uh, (laughs) how about mocking Kanye West? That's okay. Uh, so here's what my belief is, and I don't know anything about anything, as many listeners can tell you. <laughs> um, I think the president can pardon himself, and I think the uh, the the president is above the law in a sense, but the person that is the president is not. So if the president does something that people aren't cool with in terms of stopping an investigation, or so-called pardoning or pardoning themselves or whatever, <laughs> right, yeah. then the people, they, they could be impeached. An impeachable offense is whatever you decide it is. Right. So uh, he can be impeached. And then that human being, because once you're not
0: president anymore, you're just a private citizen, then you can be charged with whatever crime you committed. Right. And virtually every Republican, well, many, uh, that's an overstatement. Many, many Republicans have made it clear that self-pardoning, for instance, or halting legitimate investigations would be immediate impeachment. So it's just a hypothetical that'll never happen. Or if it does, it'll have... The uh, the appropriate consequences. Tim lawyer, Tim sandifer's uh, penned a column uh, within the last 24 hours. Yes, the president probably can pardon himself, and that's a good thing. And he mentions uh, how great the Constitution is, though it's imperfect. It's uh, it's fantastic. And the Constitution establishes a flexible mechanism, more like a shock absorber than a shield. Unlike those mechanical metaphors, the Constitution relies critically on the citizens who comprise it. It is, after all, just words on paper, on paper meant to express a set of promises, and like promises, it can be broken. It is only so strong as our fidelity to it. Then he moves into the, the gist of it. Like so much else in the Constitution, which doesn't even contain a definitions section, the President's power to pardon himself is lost, left unaddressed in the actual words. Constitution simply says the president, quote, shall have power to grant reprieves and pardons for offenses against the United States, except in cases of impeachment, end quote. Note that last bit. The president cannot immunize himself against the only mechanism that the Constitution provides for removing him, but he can grant pardons for all other offenses. Why? Because the pardoning power has always been considered part of the executive power And it is important for reasons beyond the obvious mercy. The use of criminal law for political purposes was something the founders were quite familiar with. They had lived under George III, and their grandfathers had lived under the Stuarts. That's why they wrote the treason clause in such a way that treason more or less doesn't exist in the United States, at least in the form they'd known. Treason can only be adhering to and aiding an enemy, and must actually be witnessed, not proved by circumstantial evidence, and cannot work corruption of blood Treason is therefore, uh, well, he talks more about that. The risk that Congress might undermine the power of the presidency also led the founders to bar removal of the president, except through the special case of impeachment. It would be an easy, all too easy matter for the legislative or judicial branches, or both in concert, to try to remove the president or his advisors through manufactured criminal charges. The pardon power prevents such encroachments on his domain. The president notes the Federalist may even pardon treason. Well, of course he can. A dangerously power-mad Congress or judge could all too easily accuse the president or an unpopular cabinet member of treason and cripple the presidency otherwise. So, of course he can pardon himself. And then I'm going to skip ahead, but what if it's true? What if blah, 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 blah? Then the people will rise up and boot his ass right out of office.
5: It's, It's so not scary to me. And I have come to this conclusion in recent weeks. As I took in a whole bunch of Watergate stuff, uh, as I got more and more interested in Trump and Peachman and special counsels, I think the Watergate thing has been way overblown over the years to me by lefty media, who, who the same way they like being so scared of Trump, liked being so scared of Nixon. It was easily dealt
0: with. Yeah. It was very easily dealt with. We, the outrageous stuff he did, everybody said that's outrageous.
5: Including the Republicans, and right. he was and he was he lost all political power and he resigned on his own because there was no point in waiting to be impeached because he had no power to do anything. It was handled easily. And progressives through the years have acted like it was such a national nightmare and it was so scary at the time. It wasn't that scary. Yeah. Not that big a deal. Won't be that big a deal if Trump goes completely off the rails either. The Whatever, Saturday night massacre.
0: Everybody woke up Sunday morning and said, What? That won't stand and it didn't. Whoop-dee-doo. Yeah, it's not to say that abuse of power is nothing no, or it's no, funny no, no, or anything, no, no, but no. we've got a great system for dealing with it, better than anyone that's ever been uh, developed. So, But people like being scared. That was one of the great revelations of uh, Sebastian Younger's great book, Tribe, that when people are scared or threatened, they pull together, and particularly in the modern era when we're so separate. We're together on social media, but we don't see each other. We don't touch each other. We don't talk to each other. Everybody is so desperate for that feeling of belonging and tribe. Feeling scared of Donald Trump has brought people together, and it feels really good because it's something we need as human beings. It also is super profitable for like cable news and, and political parties who would whip up your fear for their purposes, but it's also overblown.
5: Well, I'm just as amazed by uh, when Barack Obama was president. Uh, good point. The conservatives out there uh who are who are always so concerned and this is the crowd that doesn't believe in a you know a a malleable constitution why don't you believe in the constitution barack obama is going to invade texas he's going to do this he's going to he's going to stay for a third term no No, no, he's not that's not, not
6: gonna happen no
5: he's
0: not i'm sorry why
5: are you not more confident in the ability of the constitution to handle that i don't get it yeah well i don't know
0: Maybe for the reasons I I mentioned. People like feeling threatened. It's the same reason people go to horror movies in a way. Because they know they're feeling the emotions of being threatened, but they're not actually threatened. And they draw together and hug each other. By the way, it's worth pointing out a couple of things. If the president pardoned himself, then is impeached, he cannot be tried for this crime um, because he's already pardoned himself. And Tim says, but that's okay. Um, and he, he explains why. Because mm-hmm. it's about the power of the presidency, not putting a particular sure. person in well, yeah, jail. And exactly. one is much more important than the other. Yes, that but would be the, uh, yeah. You can pardon yourself in advance. You don't have to be convicted or tried or anything. That should be obvious. Jerry Ford did that with, mm-hmm. with uh, Nixon. Full and unconditional pardon for all offenses. So we if I were just, Nixon, I'd have run into the Sears store and like, grabbed a chainsaw a mower. So we wouldn't stole have it.
5: spent a year or two or three absorbed in uh throwing nixon in jail the way we're absorbed in the trump russia thing and yes. nothing else
0: happens right yeah. and it sucks and all the oxygen out of the room and we don't talk about you know i went through the list earlier our incredibly screwed up immigration system that everybody agrees needs to be fixed everybody we're not talking about the seven foreign wars we're sending guys to fight and die in. We're not talking about the screwed-up situation with health care. And that's just, you know, your big inescapable three. There are 14 more we could list.
5: I've been the one complaining about the ridiculous hypotheticals that could never, would never happen. Yes. But so if the president can pardon himself, could he say, I pardon myself for murdering that guy, (laughs) and then go murder that guy? Yeah! And then he's okay. And he'd get impeached, he wouldn't be president anymore, but he wouldn't go to jail.
0: That would go to the courts. And where that would go was way beyond my capacity to imagine. I don't know. Um. (laughs) That's a good one. Somebody get Tim Sandifer on the line. (laughs) Or uh, Jonathan Turley. God, God, that's a good one. But
5: the main point of that would be you'd still be impeached immediately, and so you're not president anymore. I pardon
0: myself for murdering Mike Pence. Pence is like, what? (laughs) Wait a minute, what? And then just hits him on the head with a lead pipe. (laughs) Oh, boy. Anyway, there you go. (laughs) Oh, uh, speaking (laughs) Speaking of assaults, did you hear about Benedict Cumberbatch? TV's Sherlock Holmes, mm. Hero to Millions, Movie Star. He's Dr. Strange for your, uh, Mr. Strange? Jimmy Strange? Dr., he's a, he's a full doctor.
4: He was a surgeon before he became a Sorcerer's cares
0: Is that the name of the, uh, character? Yeah, Dr. Strange, Strange. Yes, okay. Yes. Uh, but anyway, he, uh, he was uh, rolling along in an Uber with his wife very near London's Baker Street where Sherlock Holmes kicks it. And he sees a guy, uh, uh, like a uh, restaurant delivery guy, getting robbed. And he says, What the hell? He says, Stop the car. He jumps out. He is, starts yelling, Leave him alone, and, and pushing the guys away. And they started to attack him, and then realized, Holy crap, it's movie star Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> and they headed for the hills.
5: Boy, that's admirable, but that could, is. That could have gone a different direction pretty easily. S-
0: says a coward. <laughs> Killed in the street, everybody would say, What an idiot. What did he do that for? Or uh, he'll be
4: missed. He was a fine movie star, very thin. May we all remember Butterscotch candlesticks. What's his name? (laughs) Nobody knows.
5: You're listening to the Armstrong and
3: Getty Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City.
1: and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.
2: Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here.